Yo, so here we go. It's the Village Idiot Podcast. It's been about two months since we've done anything, so it's probably probably a good time to check in. Don't have Jeff on today. It's actually Memorial Day that we're recording, or I'm recording. Um, I could say we, because obviously the little man's in the background watching his videos or whatever, so if you hear that in the background, that's just what's happening. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's that's about it. We wanted to get something back out there. So hope you guys enjoy it. So here we go. And we are back. As I said, it is Memorial Day weekend. We're recording. I just figured don't really have an excuse not to, to be honest with you. You know, life catches up and things have been crazy in the Mitchell household lately. I know they have with uh, Jeff too, you know, he's got a newborn, a switch job. So, um, yeah, lots going on. We hadn't had time to put anything out. We've been looking at what kind of stuff we want to do. You know, it was predominantly sports-based before and, you know, we we're having good success with that. And I love sports. Jeff loves sports. Um, but you know, I don't even really have time to watch much sports lately. So, you know, I, I put out some feelers of, what people might want to hear about and things like that. And, uh, just so, some things came up. I've, I've had a lot of, um, it's been super busy in the event industry lately. So, um, I'm at work a lot. And when I'm at work, I don't generally think about work things because I, I just can't imagine like focusing on that my entire life and that'd be the only thing I can think of I, I don't understand the people who get so lost in their work and identify so heavy with what they do that they just there's no fun in their life and you know I I've definitely been guilty of it in the past so it makes me a bit of a hypocrite sometimes when I talk like that but I don't mind saying that I you know I got a ton of flaws um but yeah so put out there that kind of um you know give us some topics thing. So the thing came up, um, one of our friends said they would like to hear my, my top five, uh, biggest parenting fails. Um, I don't know if I can narrow it down to five. I'd say the number one, I, I, I'm not going to go super into that, but I'd say the number one biggest parenting fail would be by, um, the big man upstairs for even allowing me to be a parent uh just because I, I don't understand how to do that <laughs> but you know my my son's my son's sixth birthday was last week so it, it makes sense to talk about it now you know there there were days I, everybody knows the story about me naming him after one jay cutler um who's been in the news as of late uh for trying to get half of his wife's business as a, after the divorce, which she says he didn't put any money into it. I'm not buying that because I mean, the dude made well over a hundred million in his career. You, you can't tell me that you didn't fund. I don't, I don't care how rich your parents are or whatever. You can't tell me he didn't have some partial funding, not to mention at what point does the fact that he's a stay at home dad matter? He allowed you to work all those hours, took care of the kids just so you could do that. That's a, that is not a monetary investment. That is a, that is just, um, that's, that's what they call having skin in the game. So 
I don't know. It seems kind of, you know, reverse 1950s, 1940s for her to say that he didn't help her build that business. I, th I think it's a little um, chauvinistic on her part. So, you know, she might need to back off that. But with that being said, you know, <laughs> I have had some major parenting fails. Um, probably, probably most of mine come in public. Um, I am the parent who is just completely embarrassed when my kid screams, cries, anything like that, when he's not the best behaved kid, I have not learned how to relax from that yet. My wife is excellent at it. She's amazing. Um, I, I think when we're in public, I probably am so embarrassed and act so crazy that it's harder for her to take care of me rather than them. Um, so, I, I mean, I'd say number one biggest parenting fail for me is in, in public. I just, I don't know how to not act like a psychopath when my kids misbehave. That does not include violence, I will say. I have never hit them in public. Just kidding. Never hit them, period. Um, but no, uh, and, and to be quite honest, you know, I, I don't remember a whole lot of my parenting fails because, you know, <laughs> if I... If I kept up with them, I, I'd be more depressed than I already am half the time. So, um, you know, it, it's just I, I wake up and smile every time I see him. Uh, but, yeah, biggest parenting fail in my life is, like I said, the big man upstairs allowing me to be a parent because man, that was just ill-informed. Um, sorry, all you guys who think mistakes aren't made on that end. But, you know, I'm. I do my best. That's all I can ask. Um, but I, I got to thinking about stuff like that. Did any of you guys, and obviously this is a rhetorical question because I could ask you to raise your hand, wouldn't know if you did or not. We're talking about the big man upstairs and all that stuff. I, so I grew up in, in church. I grew up in, um, it's actually a Methodist church, but I was one of the kids who was always at church camp and did all that kind of crazy stuff. And I look back on some of the stuff that I participated in at, at the church camps and stuff. And it was always loads of fun. Um, you know, so, so I had, I, I got two things that really identify with young kids in church camp and it's crazy shit. I mean, it's how many people cried when they were a kid at church camp and, honestly I have no idea why and, and you know it was everybody got saved and all that stuff and you know if that's if that's a commitment you made in your life then more power to you this is all good fun and we're joking and stuff you know if that's something you hold dear to you that's awesome and, and it's not to say that I don't but I, I you know I believe relationships are built on different things when it's not you know well, let me say this. I believe non-marital relationships are built on different things. Um, especially when you're considering one with like an all-powerful being. So I remember at church camp, the last night of church camp, if you weren't crying, you, you weren't one of the kids who belonged there. Um, you know, and everybody, they did their, you bow your head and say this prayer. And if you accept, Jesus into your heart, raise your hand and nobody's looking. That's what the youth pastor would always say. Nobody's looking, but guess what? I was always looking. 
I was always looking to see who was raising their hands. And, and uh, but it, you'd always duck your head real fast when the youth pastor came. But it, it's absolutely absurd to think, you know, that a third, third grader through what, let's go at seventh, eighth grader could make those decisions and, and stick with them and live by them. And, and it's just, it's, it's, just a wild scene to like you talk about they're not ready for responsibility well that that was like that the decision they make there comes with some responsibility I don't, I don't know if people know that or anything like but I, I but I also think there's you have to find your way through that relationship yourself but I think that is one of the funniest most awkward times in my life was like that seventh grade that middle school year where where you're just hanging out at church camp and stuff. And all of a sudden you're crying. You don't know why, but you have been convinced that is an all powerful being who's speaking to you. And so, so you commit to that. And as a seventh grader, that is one thing I look back on and I'm just like, wow, that, that was a, that was a wild decision that I don't know if I was ready to make yet. Um, which, you know, I made it. I don't know how it's turned out for me. I guess that's one of those questions I'll have to ask someday. Um, you know, but, but like I said, I think you learn things in your life and you grow differently through, through those things. And that relationship probably manifests itself in different ways throughout, throughout life. Um, the other thing, you know, I, I think is really funny. And, and we were talking about this. We were over at my wife's friend's house last night. And we're talking about mission trips and, and, and I don't know where this tangent came from because I'll, I'll be honest with you too, as a dude who's done his fair share of partying, you know, I've traveled quite a bit in my life and I've done my fair share of partying, but some of the best times I've ever had were at those church camps, stone cold sober. But one thing I've always had to question about those church camps is the mission trips, so I went to St. Simon's Island, a um, little place called Epworth, and it was a, like a mission trip spot. And um, so, you know, our church took probably 50, 60 people. Yeah, every church takes that many people. And basically what happens is, so, so the host church has found these places that need help. Um, the community is going to help them uh, home, help build home, whatever, you know, clean up trash, do, do whatever, give back to the community. Um, I get down to St. Simon's Epworth Island. I'm uh, maybe 12 years old, maybe. And, and that's, that's a blind guess, but so I was probably one of the older kids at the church camp because, you know, you kind of phase out. You phase out of the middle school camp to the high school camp. It's like it's it's just like a weird um, class system that they have. Um, but I was one of the older kids in my group and my group, along with like one man youth pastor and one lady youth pastor guy, we were going to build this porch on onto this mobile home. We're going to build this porch on this mobile home for this handicapped lady. It was going to have a ramp and everything, which is a wild decision. The people who are running these things, like they should, their, their, um, their oversight should really be questioned. Cause I will tell you as a 12 year old with a bowl cut, 
who cared no, nothing about really being there, just wanted to hang out, um, play hoops, whatever. We're down at the beach. I think I got stung by a jellyfish one year. That's neither here nor there, but as a 12-year-old kid who grew up in, like, a predominantly suburban, never really had to build anything. No, like, I, I'm, I'm not, like, a country dude who's like very handy or anything i'm handy enough to where i can get by until I, I until i can disappear so so with that being said like i can fix stuff in a house enough to make it last till we sell it and nobody noticed till I, that's kind of scumbaggish i know how that sounds um i'm sure i'll be approached with some goofy thoughts about that later on but so these people tasked us with building a porch which was had to be ada before ada existed you know compatible <laughs> for this lady and you know we get over to this trailer uh, the grass is so high it's, it's just a wild scene the porch it's already there's rotted out so not only are we building a porch you got like 15 middle schoolers out there Ooh who have to do the demolition too. And the more I talk about this, the more it sounds like somebody like it should have maybe been questioned by like department of labor services or whatever. It's maybe some shot, some, some sweat shop type stuff going on. Um, because I'll tell you what, it was South Georgia coastal summer. Like it's hot as crap out it's just crazy hot i've been saying the word crap lately and it's hilarious um but no it's just crazy hot out there and you're trying to learn like you're what's up guys it's a village idiot podcast just checking in when let y'all know we're on youtube we got a website thevillageidiotpv.com we're on every major podcast platform out there. Please check us out, like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. That shoots the numbers up. Love to hear from you guys. Leave a review, one star preferably, just because we know we're number one. Thanks. Hey guys, please subscribe to a day podcast. Sorry, um, I had to step away for a second because my kid was going crazy. But yeah, no, it's a, like really these church camps, they, they tasked us 12-year-olds with building stuff. And, and I couldn't build a porch today, much less when I was 12. Um, I, I don't even remember how that went. You know, we were there for a solid week. I don't think we came remotely close to finishing. I think we pretty much teared down this lady's porch. If I recall, I just kind of made myself responsible for the yard work, which that was a task in itself. I mean, credit to me for for even coming through with that. So, um, you know, it, 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 church camp, mission trips, it's just a weird, weird place where a, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of general contractors probably miss out on a lot of work because of it. And um, the work just isn't getting done properly. Uh, there's no way. If somebody professional didn't come back and finish that lady's portrait, it's still standing. Um, she she would she was in a wheelchair, so she was probably just. I don't even know if she could get out of her house by the time we left because there was no ramp. 
I mean, it's just a wild scene. And, and, and here's the thing like that night before the end of church camp, we're sitting there celebrating. Like we did something. We just basically tore down this lady's porch and just let, you know, kind of, um, abandoned ship and, and just left her to do her own devices in that, um, trailer there. So, you know, church camp can be a pretty ruthless place if, if stuff's not, stuff's not, um, you know, uh, buttoned up properly. You know, if, if, if there weren't actual contractors coming behind us, I'm going to live my life in, um, just, just under the impression that there are, that there are people who came behind us and fixed it. Um, I I mean, (laughs) so baffling to me that they would allow that to go on. We did something this past weekend that I wanted, I wanted my family and I grew up, I grew up as um, a roller skater. I was not part of a roller skating family, but growing up where I grew up right outside of Atlanta, roller skating, something you do. My dad can't skate. My mom could skate. So, you know, I, I just basically they dropped me off by myself on Friday nights at Sparkles Skating Rink in Hiram, Georgia. Shout out Sparkles. Um, hope you guys are still kicking. Um, you know, so. I, I wanted to be a roller skating family. I remember the families that would come there on Saturdays and Sundays and they just looked like they were having a blast. And it was my goal to be that family. Turns out it was my son's goal for us not to be that family. He has no desire to be a roller skating family. Uh, my wife's all in on it. So, so we might still have some luck. Um, we'll see, you know, uh, we went, we went out to Clarksville, did, did some skating. I think we were there for a grand total of like 35, 40 minutes before all hell broke loose. Cutler fell down. He was over the playground. It no longer held any interest for him. And we would, it, it, my dream for my family to become a roller skating weekend family was just shot in the foot on Memorial Day weekend, 2021. And, and you know that that's it's not as important as what was given what you know the sacrifices that that were made to make memorial day a thing that is obviously far more important but uh, you'd have a tough time explaining that to my heart yesterday because it, that was a dream that was taken from me that I don't know if I'll ever get back so I have to I have to weasel my way into a roller skating rink. Um, problem is you can't do that by yourself at my age because it's just it's too dangerous. So you know, basically, if your family don't want to be a part of it, not not that they don't, but but the key factor in making us not weird at the roller skating rink is Cutler, and he, he he's just not into it. Surprised he hasn't chimed in yet to tell me how not into it he is. Um, but you know, that was, it was still a fun 45 minutes, you know, got some nostalgia off problem was we went on family, like, like, I guess Sunday afternoons or family day. And, um, the music was just atrocious. I mean, it, it was all Disney hits, which I'm a big Disney hit guy, but these weren't like mid nineties Disney hits. These were like the new, like, like even post Miley. Disney hits like I could have dealt with party in the USA but I, I didn't even recognize half these songs they, uh, they were terrible um so so it was really hard for me to get in the groove you know limbo 
was halted. They asked everybody to come play limbo. Nobody came and played limbo, um, which I probably should have went. I would have won by default. Uh, so missed out on that victory. You know, overall, it was just an interesting weekend. And, and um, yeah, it's Memorial Day now. You, all the restaurants are closed. I don't, I don't really know what we'll get into today. Um, the week should be an interesting week. We're summer's here, right? It's hot outside. You know, it's time. It, it, it's just time to enjoy the summer. Enjoy being outside. Enjoy sweating. Enjoy that that you just can't be comfortable if you're not inside some type of thing whether it be a car a home you know your workplace whatever um you know it, it's time to be in com comfortable inside those things and then you step outside so you can be more comfortable when you come back in that, that's the way we play summer here um it just makes you appreciate your spaces more makes you makes you appreciate the inside more I'm a big outside guy, but even the kids don't like being outside when summer really hits. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, we'll see how this week goes. We Kids are out of school now. I, I had thoughts in our neighborhood of opening up the fire hydrant. I'm a, Like I said, I'm a city boy. and you know, Not that I ever got to participate in this, but I remember watching a ton of rap music videos when I was a kid and those guys love to play in the fire hydrants and it always looks like so much fun. So the neighborhood I live in is very much modeled after, you know, uh, an inner city suburb, if you will. Um, it, it's something that you could like my neighborhood, you could sit right in the middle of a Chicago or a Nashville or an Atlanta even, and it wouldn't look out of place but it also doesn't look out of place out where it's at, but we got fire hydrants. So, so I have had the thought and forgive me PV FUD or whatever, however it said, the, the Pleasant View volunteer fire department, I will not do this, but it is very tempting and shout out to you guys for having the coolest fire station I've ever seen. Um, it was one of those things being built when we first moved out here and it is, it's nothing short of impressive, but yeah. So this year, I, even if they could come do it themselves, I, I would love to see an ice cream man cruising down the street in the Pleasant View fire department, just come and open up the hydrants for the kids. You know, let's get out in the streets. Let's play some rap music. Let's play some Jay-Z, some big pun, you know, some hard knock life. Let's get a real Annie scene going out there. I think it could be a fun time. So, you know, that's something we're hoping for for the summer. Um, it, it's We're definitely going to get you some top fives out this summer. Um, what, what I want to start with today is just giving you my favorite summer thing. And my favorite summer thing is something that I haven't done in a very long time. But, man, I wish I could. There's just too many people. And it's water parks. I love a good water park. I don't even know if water parks will survive after COVID. Um, I guess it is after COVID. I, I just don't know. I don't know. It, it's one of the most disgusting places on the planet. However, also one of the most joyful. I love a good water park. I've been in time out at water parks. I've been injured at water parks. I've been pampered at water parks because of my injury. One time I was going down a water slide and I banged my head on the side of the slide. And my grandpa, um, sorry, hit the microphone. My <laughs> 
my grandpa pulled me out of the pool and I tell you, they, they were treating me like a king the rest of the day. I was eating fish sandwiches, ice cream, everything. Turned, I thought they just liked me. Turns out they didn't want us to sue. I mean, it was totally my fault. I didn't tell them I was going down head first, and you're not supposed to do that. But they didn't know that. So I took advantage of, like I said, free fish sandwiches, free ice cream. And these aren't like your regular fish sandwiches. These were high class, like mom and pop fish sandwiches because it was a mom and pop water park so nothing was frozen like they were doing it the right way and that was up in benton kentucky it's closed now i don't know i don't even remember what the name of it was but i think it turned into like an antique park after that it was just down the road from maggie's jungle gym and it was one of the coolest places on the planet i mean these are the old concrete slides embarrassing moment they had one of those like real steep slides i got up there Got scared, made the walk of shame back down. Vowed I would never do that again. Haven't done it since. Probably almost came to my death a few times where I should have done it, didn't do it. Um, but but I, I vowed I would never feel that shame again. Um, but yeah, water parks. If anybody, you know, if anybody wants to have like an outing at a water park, the Mitchell family's in. So you just find a way to get in contact with us. We're, we're all about water parks. Um, my kids say they're not scared. They're much like I am. They were scared too. So, but, but anyway, you know, like it's Memorial day. I'm going to hang out with the family a little bit. Um, I'm going to get you something later this week. We'll have Jeff back on too, but we just want to get something back on the book. So you guys didn't forget we existed that we've actually been talking to, um, the guys up at black dog talking about doing a little something from there. Uh, so, yeah, we got some things in the works, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, but this is a Village Idiot podcast. Uh, we're back. It's season. Who even gives a shit about the seasons? I, there's there's no way to tell if I'll even consistently do this anymore. But I, I sure do enjoy it when I actually sit down and do it. We, we basically moved the studio into our kitchen. Um, myself and Maddie, it's a two-person space. So, you know, she'll be doing stuff with me as well. Uh, it'll be live broadcasted on her facebook which i mean she's all over the place on that thing i don't have facebook i think facebook is like the dark web it is so intense and scary to me everything is a confrontation on facebook but we'll be doing live video or you know live basically talk shows you know from from our kitchen from Stu's house inside Stu's house that might be what we call it mitchell manor the mitchell household we'll, we'll come up with something you know, we, we got that podcast with her. It's called It Takes a Village. We haven't done an episode. That is on our docket this week to get that done. So that'll be really cool. Shoot us some suggestions. We we look to hear and look forward to hearing from you. Look forward to talking about it. And um, maybe you might find some humor in it. Uh, there's people you want us to interview, whatever, you know. We'll give anything a shot. This is just something we're doing for fun, trying to get some stuff out there. But hope you guys enjoyed it. You all know, have a good week.